Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hope all is well with you and yours, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord, for God is good, and he's so worthy, worthy to be praised. I don't know about you, but I'm just so excited to be here before the, um, in the house of the Lord on this morning, even though we're in a virtual space, amen. There is a word from the Lord on today, so I ask that you just don't sit back, but wherever you are, if you're listening to this later on, if you're watching this live, or if you watch this on a replay, that you get in and get something out of it, amen. You get out of it what you put into it, amen. As we go into the year of deeply investing, amen, God is challenging us to look at our investment, amen, and that's in every aspect of our life, amen, from our health to our wealth, amen, to our relationships and to our attitudes and to our prayer life and to our thought life, amen, and I'm just so grateful. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to seeing yet another Thanksgiving, amen, and I'm just so grateful, grateful to God from whom all blessings flow, and we want to say a tremendous happy birthday to our um, dear member, Sister um, Pamela Hicks, amen, I ain't going to tell you how old she, she is now. Amen. But we're just so grateful, grateful to God to allow us to see, have another birthday and on last week to have a full house there at the Safe House Church in our in-person service. So at this point in time, I'm going to hand it over to Sister Harris. Amen. And she's going to take us in how God has led her to do this morning. You all take care, Sister Harris. It's on you. Good morning. Good morning. It's such an awesome and wonderful Lord, praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the 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 Lord, pra
been so good. Lord, you are good. You've been better than good. I can't praise you enough. I owe you my life. I can't praise you enough. your testimony. So many doors you've opened, so many ways you've made, so many times you've healed me, been better than good to me. So many doors you've opened, so many ways you've made, so many times you've healed me, been better than good to me. Better than good to me. So many doors you've opened, so many ways you've made, so many times you've healed. You've been better than good to me. So many doors you've opened, so many ways you've made, so many times you've healed me. You've been better than good to me. Better than good to me. Been better than. 
Been better than good Been better than good to me. Been better than good to me. Better than good to me. Somebody say that you've been better. You've been better than good. Been better than good to me. You've been better than good. That's why I praise you. I lift you up and I magnify your You've been better than good to me. Oh, you've been better than good to me. Better than good to me. You've been better than good to me. You've been better than good to me. You've been better than good to me. That's why I praise you. I lift you up and I magnify your, 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 your name. That's why I praise you. I lift you up and I magnify your, your That's why I praise you. I lift you up and I got a magnify your, your name. Because you've been better than good to me. been better than good 
going the way that they should go. I know it seems like God isn't fulfilling his promises, but he cannot fail. The Lord, he'll never lie. And he'll never fail. Because you've been so You've been so good. Jesus never fails. Jesus never fails. Heaven never
come on somebody how many of you know that Jesus never fails hallelujah how many of you know that he'll never fail you he'll never fail you he'll never fail you he said that all around you all others could have forsaken you all others could find seeking sand but he will never 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 ever 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 fail us amen and we are grateful, grateful to know that he won't fail us. How many of you know this? Raise your hands on this morning. Say, Lord, I know you won't fail. Lord, I know we're having a tough time. Lord, we're going through some things, Lord. There's some things going on in our bodies. Oh, God, there's things that's going on, Lord Jesus, in our families, Lord. Lord, but nonetheless, Lord, I know, Lord, I trust you, oh, God. I put it in your hand, oh, God, Lord, that we walk in by faith and not by sight, Lord Jesus. We, Lord, we just know, Lord Jesus, that you have an expecting end for us, oh, God. And, Lord, we trust you on this morning, Lord. We trust you, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, and we thank you for the gift, Lord Jesus, Sister Harris, oh, God. Lord Jesus, singing our heart out, Lord Jesus, with the anointing that you've given her, oh, God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for life, health, and strength, Lord. We thank you for each and every member of the Safe House Church, oh, God. How you watched over and you kept them throughout the week, Lord. You allowed no hurt, harm, or danger to come to them in any form or fashion, oh, God that you're blessing and that you're keeping them alive, oh God, Lord, and we thank you for that. And Lord, we honor you, Lord, to know that you are our God, that you are our peace, that you are our strength, that you are our love. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, for all our heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit to know that you are Jehovah Jireh, that you are our provider, that you're Jehovah Nisi, Lord, that you fight our battle, that you're Jehovah Sikadu, that you're God Almighty, Lord, and we love you. And Lord, we praise you, Lord, and we give your name. All the honor and the praise, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for allowing Sister Pam to see yet another birthday, oh God. Lord, we thank you for our sick and shut-in, oh God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for traveling mercy, oh God, from all over the place, Lord Jesus. Those have gone all many different places, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, that things are as good as they are, oh God, for you are our God and you are our King. And Lord, your peace and your strength reign in victory, Lord. And we thank you. And we love you in the powerful name of Jesus. When you say in the name of Jesus with me on this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Good morning, saints. I am so grateful to be here with you one more time. For God is good and he's worthy to be praised. Even when I'm not good, even when I find myself in situation and circumstance, sometimes of my own doing, amen. Sometimes it was things that I've done and where I've missed the mark. But God in his grace and his mercy has covered us. And God in his, his omnipotence and his all-seeing and his all-knowing has looked out for us. And I'm just grateful, grateful, grateful to him from whom all blessings flow. I, I come to you in a spirit of gratitude. Amen. Because I know it didn't have to be, but he allowed it. And I am grateful to you. And I'm grateful that you could have picked anywhere else to be on this morning, but you decided to be here with us. And for that, we say thank you. Um, if this is your first time listening or watching the Safe House Church, welcome to the Safe House Church of Greensboro, North Carolina. My name is Dr. Peter Ely, and I have the wonderful and distinct pleasure to serve as pastor over this part of the vineyard here at the safe house church we are what we call a hybrid ministry in that um we don't have our own physical building amen but what we do is we come together once a month amen to praise god together and to serve god together amen but all the rest of the month we are in the virtual space we have members literally in texas and all over the place we have members of our church who work all over the place amen but we do what we can to do to all come together to worship and be under one roof, amen, once a month. And we're just so grateful for that. And we worship at the, 
the um, Simpkins Elementary School here in Greensboro, North Carolina. That's 311 on East um, Lee Street here in Greensboro. And we're just so grateful. We met in person last week. Amen. It was a powerful time in the Lord. It was a packed house. Amen. And we're just so grateful that you all came and that you all packed it out. We um, had the opportunity to be able to Christian the babies, amen, and, and give the babies back to the Lord, amen, and which is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And we talked about and laid down the way God has given us for our theme for next year, which is deeply invested, amen, that God has given us the year of Rehoboth. And I don't know about you, but it's been Rehoboth in every sense of the word that God has enlarged our territory, amen, that our gift has made room for us. Many of you find that your businesses have been doing tremendously well this year. Some of you will find that God has allowed some things to leave, amen, so that he can make room for others, amen. And we're just so grateful to him from whom all blessings flow and the things that he's shown us and the things that he do and that he's doing um, for us. So we're just so grateful, grateful, grateful. How many of you are just grateful on this morning, amen? And we just thank God for that. So as we walk into the year of deeply investing, meaning that we're going to be looking at the things we do and, and putting a investment in that, amen, and talking about going deeper. We've been surfaced long enough, but now it's time to go deeper. How many of you want to go deep? I don't know about you, but sometimes when you're catching the fish, you'll find some big fish shallow. But we know that the big fish that have been untouched are where those are the fish who are in the deep, amen. And the deep requires a different strategy to go out the fish in the deep, amen. You just can't throw what you've been throwing at the shallow water, amen. From a fisherman's point of view, that yes, those fish are there, but those ones that are deep, amen, they ain't used to seeing certain things and, and doing certain things. And you and I, God has called us to a a level of anointing and a level of uh, ministry and a level of relationship that they haven't seen before. You are an a enigma to them, amen, that you are an enigma to them, that you are a phenomenon, amen, that they see you and they wonder, how do they get to this? How did this happen? Why does it seem like everything worked out for them, amen? But when you're working in purpose, hallelujah, as I was reminded on yesterday, when you're working in purpose, it don't seem like work. When you're doing what you're supposed to be doing because you've been gifted to do it, amen, you will work yourself silly, amen, because it doesn't seem like work, amen. And I am grateful to know that God is calling us to the deep, amen, and we're going to be deeply invested um, in the coming year. Not that we've not been invested now, but there's another level that God is calling us to, and we want to go to that next level. Uh, how many of you want to go to the next level? You know, this level has been pretty good and God has been awesome and he's done some things and he showed us some things, but he said, you have not seen anything yet. Y'all hear me? You have not seen anything yet. You think he done something already for you. You think he's opened up some doors and, and changed some people's hearts for you. You ain't seen nothing yet. Just keep holding steadfast to his hand that you keep doing what he's called you to do. You keep walking in integrity. Oh, come on, somebody. You walk up in integrity and walk with an ethic about you, amen, a more character, a more compass, because the day and time that we live in now that we see more and more from our government, amen, from our politicians to our leaders, even sometimes in some of our various pulpits, that there's a lack of ethics, amen, there's a lack of morality, amen, there's a lack of spirituality, they saying all the right words, but they're not doing it, oh, come on, I'm already preaching, they saying all the right things, amen, but they're not living worth a thing, amen, they they, 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 they talk about it, but they're not really being about it, amen, and we're just so grateful 
to you because I know that's not the case here in the Safe House Church. And we're just excited about what God is going to do and what he's already done. Wanted to make sure that we say a shout out to our girl, Sister Pamela Hicks. Her birthday was on yesterday. I know she just had a time, amen, and did whatever it is she wanted to do. I'm not going to disclose her age. I'll let her tell y'all that if she wants to tell you. And if she don't, it's still a very, very happy birthday to our girl. Our uh, ministry loves her. Don't know what we would do without her, amen. A prayer warrior, amen, leading our women at the well ministry and just being working, 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 amen. I've been trying to tell her that she need to retire so she can come do some work, you know, but she said, Pastor, I got it, amen, and she does have it, amen, so I just sit down and I move to the side, but I'm just want to relate a happy, happy birthday from Pastor Ely, also from the Safe House Church. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, we don't know what our ministry would be like if you were not here, so we're grateful for what you bring to the body. We're grateful for the talents and gifts that God has given you and that you have shared them with us, so happy birthday to you. All right. Um, continue to ask that you continue to pray for our sick and shedding. Amen. Those who are sick. Amen. Just it was such a a a moment last week. I just got beside myself to see Sister Carolyn walk into the church under her own power. Hey, come on, somebody. That even it wasn't even a year ago that she. It seemed like she had some medical setbacks. Amen. And she can't quite speak yet. But for her to be able to get up and walk on her own, not be pushed in a wheelchair, come on, that's that's a victory right there, amen. If you know where she's been, if you know what she's gone through, if you know how God has opened up doors and brought her from a mighty long way, and we just thank her, thank God for her daughter, amen, who's been right there by her side, amen. And then last week they brought the mother, amen, who's well into her 90s, if I recall, amen. And mama came in on her own power. Oh, come on, somebody. That's a blessing, to be able to see that and do that, amen, and just beautiful women, amen, and the sister, um, their, um, sister, um, Johnson's, um, um, sister, amen, and we just grateful, 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 again, just grateful, amen, to have that whole family, and again, then we, like, this sister Taylor and, and brother Jared and their parents, amen, as we christened the baby on last week, and of course, um, our, our, our families, the Jordans, amen, who have always been, there and been a part of the Safe House Church. We're just grateful this morning, amen. I also want to send special prayers and shout out to Sister Shanique Austin, amen. I know she's with child. She should be having baby any any day now, amen. She's done it a couple of times. She's a vet, amen. But nonetheless, we still want God's hand to be upon her life, amen, as she delivers that baby and others that we've been praying for, Uncle Washington, those in the hospital, amen, and others. And you know who they also ask that you keep them, in your prayers. Thank you for the prayers for my mother-in-law all as well. Thank you for traveling prayers. I drove from Alabama and it was not a bad drive at all. It was all highway. It was literally, you know, once I got to highway 40, I think I stayed on 40 for the next five hours or something like that. So I'm just grateful. Thank you for praying for um, traveling mercy and that we spend this whole week on Thanksgiving here with our families. Amen. And do the things we need to do. I done already fixed the car. I've already fixed the stove. And I got a couple of more things on that honey-do list. But I'm just grateful. I want to give honor to First Lady Felicia Ely. Amen. My confidant. My honey bunch. My lover. My girl. My wife of 21 years. The mother of my children. And I'm just grateful to her. Amen. And grateful for the work that she's doing here to support us in the ministry. So without any further ado, let's get right into what I believe God has given us. I hope I didn't miss anybody. Amen. And we just love you all, love you, and love you to life. Uh, amen. Please um, go ahead and mark your calendars 
The next um, service, um, in-person service, will be on December the 3rd. Yeah. December the 3rd. Go ahead and mark it. December the 3rd is our next in-person service. So you all see that we are just talking on through here. So December the 3rd is our next in-person service. So that's a little bit less than a month away. We'll be back in the house in person. And we'll be also celebrating Christmas. So we do not have another service. Um, we have services, obviously, like we do. But we will not have another in-person service. So please, um, I'm asking you. I, I'm, I can't ever require you. Amen. The Bible gives you that. But um, please mark your calendar. That's going to be a very special day. There's some things we have on tap. There's some families that God has uh, put us in position that we're going to bless. Amen. You all know. Typically, every year we do a, try to do a lot of outreach and that thing, and we have not gotten out this year. But there are some families that we're going to sponsor. So the idea was given that we pick a family, amen, and there are two families in particular that um, the Safe House Church is going to sponsor, and we're just going to bless them, and we're going to bless them real good, amen. We're going to bless them real good. So I'm asking them on that Sunday to come. So I don't want um, our um, the people we're going to bless to be there, and then you all are not there. So please mark your calendars to uh, make sure that you are there on that Sunday. That's December the 3rd um, there in the city of Greensboro. As many as can come, I ask that everybody be there. All right, so I think I've covered everything. Please remember we will have our um, morning prayer Monday through Friday, just like we normally would have. We got a lot to be thankful for. Um, and we'll be at prayer at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, how many of you know there is a word from the Lord, amen, on today? There is a word from the Lord on today. Would you grab your Bibles? Yes, that Bible, the one that you might have touched in a while, the one you might have to dust off, or for some of you, that might be your iPhone or your computer, or if you're watching me on the iPhone, that means you must need a separate device from the iPad to the iPhone to the iMac. I, I, I get you something. But I want you to turn with me to the book of... I have a couple of different scriptures I'm going to go to this morning. Matthew, Matthew 4 and 4. And then if you can put a thumb in that or a pencil in that or whatever the case may be, uh, a bookmark. Amen. I hadn't heard a bookmark in a while, but maybe a bookmark. And then we're going to go to Hebrews 10 and 38. And then you put a finger in that one also and, and flip right over to James 2 and 26. I try to put them in order for you. Amen. And what I believe what God has given us to speak with you on today to give you something to chew on all week long. All right. I will do a share screen with you on that. So please keep in mind, I will do a share screen. Here we go. I'm going to share that screen. So the first we want to go to Matthew 4 and 4. Let me see if I can change it here. All right. Matthew 4 and 4. Matthew 4 and 4. And it says this. Um, I actually would start at three, four and three. It says, and when the tempter came to him, this is Jesus out in the wilderness and the devil is coming to tempt Jesus. Whereas Jesus was tempted in the wilderness. He says, and he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but Every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Key verse, man shall not live by bread alone, 
but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. All right, let's go over to Hebrews. Hebrews um, 10 and 38. Hebrews 10 and um, 38. Let me get my other screen here. Sorry about it. I thought I was up here, but I wasn't. So we'll see if we can get that one going. All right. How about that? All right. Okay, you can go away now. All right. And then it says this. It says, I'll go to verse before that, 37 and 38. It says, For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Key verse again. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. And now we'll go over to our last verse, the book of James. We want to go to James and 2 and 26. James 2 and 26. And it says this. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without work is dead also. So you read it again. For as the body without the spirit is dead, meaning that what? The spirit gives the body power. So faith without works is also dead. Brothers and sisters of the Most High God, if I was to use for a subject for us today, for a few moments today, I want to talk to you from the subject of simply this. Faith, words, deeds. Write it in the chat. Let me know that you're with me. Faith, words, deeds. Faith, words, deeds. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning, Lord, as only we know how, Lord Jesus. We come before you humbly, Lord. I ask that you look upon us, oh God. Help us, oh God. Strengthen us, oh God. Love on us, Lord. Help us, oh God, to be the people of God that you call us to be, to do what you call us to do, to say what you call us to say, to live how you have us to live, and to pray how you have us to pray. Lord, I ask that you allow this word, Lord, you on today, Lord, you to come through, oh God. Lord, you there to be nourishment to their bones, oh God, that they love you, Lord, you that they learn of you, and Lord, that they continue to walk, Lord, you in your power and in your strength. And Lord, we just honor you, Lord Jesus, on today. We honor you all, our heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit, to know that you are our Jehovah Jireh, that you are our provider, that you Jehovah Nisi, Lord, you that you fight battles, Lord, you Jehovah Sikadu, that you God Almighty. And Lord, we just honor you. And we praise you, Lord. And I ask the Lord you allow the Lord you these words today be your words and not my words to flow through me. Let me be a vessel, Lord Jesus, to be able to speak your word. And we ask you to do these things to others in the powerful name of Jesus. For we know this one thing we know this to be true, that we walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. Faith, words, and deeds. As is already well known, the Bible tells us, and we was going through, we read these scriptures that the Bible tells us that 
we ought to have faith that without faith it is impossible to please God. That without faith is impossible to please God. That that means there's nothing that you can do. There's nothing that you can say. There's nowhere you can go. There's nothing that you can pull out a hat that way. If you do not have faith, then there's no way that you can please God because you must first believe that he rose. Amen. You must first believe that he died. You must first believe that he was born of a virgin. Amen. You must first believe that he did the miracles in those cities of Galilee. You must first believe that he is the son of God. You must first believe that he was born of a virgin. You must first believe that all power is in his hand. You must first believe that he went through the temptations and was and did not fail. Amen. You must first believe that he walked the upright life. You must first believe all all these things, and they require faith. We know Hebrews is the book of faith, amen. We call it the faith book, and it talks about faith, amen. And you must have faith to do any and everything. I have the faith to believe that if I want to stand up right now, that I must stand up, amen. Before I do it, I must think about it. Before I do it, I must believe it, amen. We see um, quite consequently, you know, Deion Sanders, I know this team is not doing as well as they have been doing, but nonetheless, we they talk about these things of of um, of believing, amen, and you got to get the people to believe, and you got to get them to believe in your system and what you're trying to do, and get them, and get the most out of what they have, amen, and his problem is that he doesn't have the talent level that some of the other people have, they could, you know, but they got to still believe, amen, and sometimes just even that belief, the Bible said that, well, if you have the faith of a grain of a mustard seed, that you should be able to speak to the mountain, and the mountain has to move, Amen. And I know it's going to take a little while for that mountain for him to move that one where he is. Amen. But it's just the same way in your life. Amen. Just because you believe today and it didn't happen today didn't mean that it's not going to happen. Amen. That sometimes things work in time. Amen. As we've been studying in the book of Ecclesiastes, that we find that a lot of things are due to time and chance. Amen. But at the end of the day, we might as well serve God to know that God is God and that he's king of king and he's Lord of Lord and he has it all in his hand anyway. Amen. And if it didn't work quite out the way that I wanted it to work out, then he still got me. Amen. And if it don't, if it doesn't go the way that I want it to go, that he still got control. Amen. And he's still doing what God is doing. Amen. That he already has a plan. He already knows the number of hairs on my head. He already knows what direction he would have me to go. He already knows what he'll have me to do, but he's waiting to see if I will adhere to the call. He's waiting to see if I will follow the route. He's waiting to see if I'll do what he asked me to do. He's waiting to see if I will be obedient. He said that if you'll be um, faithful with me over a few things, then I will make you rule over many. Amen. So what he wants to do is see is how faithful will you and I be to the call? Will we just serve him because we believe that he's Santa Claus, amen. Will we serve him because we just want something, amen. But will we truly serve him even if he didn't give us anything? Will we truly serve him even if he didn't do anything? Will we truly serve him even when things were bad, amen. Will we truly serve him when things went a different way? Will we truly serve him when things were spin around, amen. I don't know about you, but when I look at God and I think about the goodness of Jesus and I think about all the things that he's done for me and all the things and the doors that he's opened and the ways that he's made and the, and the, the people that he's He's brought before us, amen, and how he's opened up doors for us, and he's kept us, and he's and he's kept us alive. I'm just grateful, grateful, grateful to him, amen, to know that he is God, to know that he has made us and not we ourselves, amen. And I just give his name the honor and the glory on this morning, amen, for without faith, it's impossible to please God, amen. So one of the first things that we find in this walk, we're talking about faith, words, and deeds, that one must have faith. And what is faith? Faith is what? 
Number one, that faith gives us the power, amen, to do things, amen. Faith gives us the power, Lord, to go forward. Like faith is the power source, amen, that before you do anything, you must believe that you can, amen. Before you do anything for God, you got to believe that he is God. You got to believe that he is the source of your strength. For the Bible, it says that for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead, amen, because faith is actually the power to get it done, amen, that the power, I have to have the faith that, you know, I can do, see, many of us want to do things, but we we deny the power therein, that we deny the power that God has given us, amen, that, that, when I acknowledge my faith, what I'm acknowledging is that God has given me the power from on high to be able to do whatever it is that I desire to do, to walk however I desire to walk, to talk however I desire to talk, to go where I desire to go, to say whatever it is that I desire to say, to move how I desire to move, and to walk how I desire to walk, and, and do whatever the case may be, amen, but you must First have what? You must have the power, amen. When you do anything, like all this stuff and this equipment we got is nice, amen. And we got cameras and we got we got microphones and we got computers and we got lights and we got all this stuff. But none of this stuff is any good without power. All y'all hear me this morning. So before you do anything, you must first, number one, gather the power, amen. You must gather the power to do the thing. You must gather the power to move forward. You must gather the power to go where you got to go. You must first gather the power. So some of us need to be invested more deeply in our faith. Oh, come on, somebody. You want to do great things for God, and God wants you to do great things for him. But sometimes you lack belief. Mm. You lack faith, amen. You lack faith. You lack belief because you in the back of your mind and say, well, you, you're planning plan B. What if this doesn't work out, amen? What if this doesn't go this way? Well, I'm here to tell you today, if God has called you to do it and God has given you the power to do it and you have the faith to do it and you can walk by faith and not by sight and truly know that you might be walking in that area that that that, that may not see things, amen. You're not sure sometimes, but you know that God is with you, amen. As you start taking those steps, I'm here to tell you today, anybody who does something great has done it on faith. Oh, go back and look. Anybody who's done something great has done it on faith. When you look at all the of the patriarchs of old, amen, not just in the Bible, but even in our country, when we look around those, those who started schools, they helped many, many people, those who've done medicine and all this kind of stuff, and all these things that have changed our world has been started with on faith, amen, that I have the power that I believe I can. I have the power to believe that I will. I have the power to believe that I will change a thing, that a thing would change, that a thing would go, and a thing would go this way and that way. You must start with faith, amen, but faith is not all the equation, but the Bible said without that key part that it's impossible to please God, for the Bible reminds us that faith is the substance of things hoped for, amen, meaning that I hope for them, that I don't see them yet, amen, they're not in my purview yet, they're not in front of me yet, but yet with the evidence of things unseen, but I also, even though they're not here, I do see them, amen. Even though they're not here, I do feel them. Even though they're not here, I know that he's able, oh God, come on somebody. How many of you know that he's able, able, able to do above and beyond and exceedingly glad, amen, that he's able to do everything and everything that we ask him to do, that he's able to help us in our going in and not going out that he's able, 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 able. I don't know about you, but I am grateful to know that he is able to open up doors. He's able to take care of us. He's able to keep us alive. That he's able to continue, Lord Jesus, to watch over and keep us and strengthen us and make ways for us out of no way, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. How many of you know that he's able? And if he's able, amen, that we must have the power 
to believe. Amen. So then the next part in this part, then he tells us about words. Amen. And then you have to be careful with our words. For our words, sometimes when we put them into the atmosphere, we say things. Amen. Because what? If we have things in power, amen. If we have faith, amen. That we have faith that we've already believed it. And if we already believe that, now we put it in the atmosphere. What we do is now we setting forth things to come forth. Amen. So the next part of this is our power. Amen. And the instruction. So what does words do? The words give you the instruction to. Amen. The instruction to do whatever it is that you say. Amen. It gives you the instruction to move. Amen. It gives you, this is why we read the word. The Bible says it like this. We read in Matthew 4 and 4. What did he say that that, um, that man shall not, wait. he said, but he answered and said, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So the words that come out of the mouth of God are what? Instruction to you and I. The words that come out of the mouth of God are food to our bodies and, and it helps the marrow of our bones, amen, and it strengthens our faith and, and it holds us and it keeps us and it sustains us, amen, because when my faith gets a little weak, amen, because it seems like I can't see that which he told me to do, amen, but when I hear the instruction, I'm reminded that what he is able to do above and beyond and exceedingly glad of anything I can hope and I can ask for, amen, and I continue to ask, and I continue to believe in faith. And if he's giving me the instruction to, if the words that's coming out of his mouth, amen, is to tell me to go right, then I'm to go right. And I go right well in faith, amen. So the faith gives me the power to go right, amen. And as I go right and I continue to march on the way that he's told me to go, that I continue to march on and do what he's called me to do until he tells me to do something different. See, so many times what we find, brothers and sisters, that we get ourselves in a place, amen, that things are going and things are going maybe good, amen. And we sit there and we're trying to figure out that we're looking for the bad thing to come, amen, because we're so used to trauma in our lives. We're so used to things not going the way that we want them to go. And then we find ourselves going down a road and we're looking for stuff to happen. Mm, come on, somebody. Maybe I can only talk about me. He says it's just too good. We say things like this. It's too good to be true. When God is what simply just honoring your word. He's honoring your faith. Amen. So our job is to do what? That we are to continue to walk that way until he tells us to do something different. If he doesn't tell you to do anything different, then you do not change course. Amen. That you continue to listen what? To his instructions. We're talking about faith. We're talking about words. Amen. That your words do have power. Because since you talk in power and you walk in faith and you walk by sight. Amen. That down the things that come out of you are what more powerful than before. Because you're starting to think, speak things and predict things that are not before you, amen. When you say that, I see such a thing coming. When I say, I see this changing. And when I say, I got this going. And when you start to do these things, what you're doing is what? Now you're speaking these things into the atmosphere. And as you speak these things into the atmosphere, what you find is that these things are starting to form. These words are starting to take shape, amen. I'm in my job. I'm in a position of authority. Amen. And sometimes I don't realize how much authority I do have. Amen. Because sometimes I can be just saying things. This is why you got to be careful with your words, brothers and sisters. And I'm learning even more myself about being pastor and being in, and being in authority, a person of authority that sometimes I can say a thing jokingly. Amen. But that people take it serious. Amen. This is why the president of the United States and these countries, they have to be careful what they say. I always wonder why they seem like they just couldn't be themselves. But it is the truth 
truth of the matter is, is when you are in a position of power, when God has put you in a position of authority, amen, you just can't let any and everything come out of your mouth. Why? Because your words have power, amen. Why do they have power? Because you spoke them in faith. And now they, what? These things that were spoken in faith have now been given to instruction. And now these instructions are to be carried out. Mm. So look, brothers and sisters, because you and I are believers, and since we are believers and we have God's spirit, and we are the manifestation of God here in the earth, amen, because his spirit lives inside of us, and this is why we have to have faith, amen, because that faith powers us to do the things that he's telling us to do. So now that when I speak instruction, amen, now when I give a word, now when I say something, amen, that that thing is true to come to pass, amen, that if I follow through on that, amen, if I do what God is telling me to do if I he says like he said that the, the fervent prayers of the righteous avail of much so therefore what that he's asking us to pray fervently why so that we can have more faith and when we have more faith then what we are able to speak things this is why I can come up to the sick and I lay my hands on the sick and through the word of power of faith amen and prayer the Bible said that what the sick shall recover. And the reason they recover is not because of me, but it's the power of the word, amen. And the power of that word, the power of that word is that what I believe in faith and the word told me what it gave me instruction to lay my hand so when i lay my hand on the person who had not did not have faith there was a what a faith transfer that my faith ignited their faith and their faith now caused them to move Ooh, come on somebody are y'all with me this morning am i preaching better than this amen but so what we find here now, he tells us what? That we are what? Now we have the power and that power leads to some words and those words give instruction, amen. As I preached to you on this morning, these are nothing but instruction, amen. It started with my faith, amen. My faith that I believe that God is calling me. I believe that God is talking to me. I believe that God has downloaded this message for me. And as I've taken this message now, he's given me the words to say, the instruction to give, how to put it together in text and how to point to you to everything other areas in the Bible where he spoke a thing and where he said a thing and where he's done a thing and how he's moved on a thing and how he's done before in the past and how somebody's walked by faith before in the past and how he just gave a word for something to happen, amen. For the Bible tells us that in the beginning was what? The word and hallelujah, come on somebody. For it was the word. So now with that belief on the word, the word was what? The word was with God and the word was God, amen. So now it's what? It's the word and the Bible said that we should not live by word, this what word, the bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So when God said, let there be light, bam, there was light. He said, let man be a living soul. There was man a living soul. He said, let the animals be, let the day separate from the night, let the water separate from the land. And all these things he did when he just spoke a word. Oh, come on, somebody. And we think about it in times of, of, of where we are in our country. When we think about the civil rights movement and all this stuff. It started with a word, amen. It started with what? Faith. What if I can get people organized, amen? What if people started going to the polls to vote? What if we got them here and we got them so we got them in crowds and we spoke to them and we spoke to them and we inspired them to do better? We inspired them to do more, amen. It started with what? A faith to believe that I had the opportunity to be able to speak to somebody and do it change 
their life just from having conversation. Amen. That is a powerful thing in itself to be able to speak to somebody and change their whole life, to change their whole outlook, to change how they think about things. Why? Because I have decided to have a conversation. And in that conversation with you that we talk about the goodness of Jesus. We talk about how he's opened up the blinded eyes. We talk about how he's healed wounds. Amen. We talk about how he's changed the issue of blood. We talk about how he's opened up doors that wouldn't open to us. We talk about how he's doing what the Bible said, what? That we are overcome by the power of our testimony. So our testimony started with our faith. Amen. And our faith that we believed that God was going to do it. We believed that he was going to open up the door. We believed that he was going to change things. We believed that he was going to do it. So now I get what? I get to tell somebody else about what he's going to do. I get to tell somebody else about the instruction that God has given me. I get to tell somebody else. And now what it is, it becomes now instruction to the next person to say, if God did it for Peter, amen. If he did it for Felicia, if he did it for Shauna, if he did it for Sherelle, if he did it for Haywood, if he did it for Felicia, if he did it for Pam, then he has what more than up to be able to do it for me, amen. So all I got to do is follow the formula. And he tell me that I have the power to, we talking about faith, words, and deeds. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So now we move on to the next part of that. Then he tells us what? Then we are to what? To do the deed, amen, the deed. There's so many deeds that's being done, but deed is simply the execution of a thing, amen, that we must execute that. Number one, he's giving you faith, and he's giving you the faith to do things. He's giving you the faith to speak things into existence. He's giving you the faith to walk into that, amen, but he's also giving you the instruction on how to do it. If you remember, and you recall the ark, amen, that Noah was what? sitting around doing whatever Noah wanted to do. And God spoke to Noah and said, Noah, that it's going to rain. And it's going to rain one day. And so he told Noah that, here, I need you, Noah, to have the faith to believe me that it's going to rain. And I'm here to tell you today that it's going to rain on somebody's life. So you got to be prepared because he's going to rain. Amen. He's going to rain. Amen. Rain, the Lord, as far as the rain falling out of the sky, rain in your life, as far as the being the king of kings and the Lord, the Lord, that he's going on the rain, amen. And then he tells him that it's coming, amen. And as he tells him that it's coming, what does he do? He gives him what? Instruction to. And as he goes to do the instruction, he tells him to make the ark out of gopher wood. He tells him to um, tar it and, and pitch inside and out. He tells him what kind of animals to put into the ark. He tells him who's to go and who's not to go. He tells him all these things. These things come from what? The instruction, the words out of God's mouth. Oh, y'all Y'all getting me yet? Amen. So now the instruction that comes from God's mouth, you can get, you can believe it, amen, all you want. And now you can understand what he told you to do. But now comes the last part. One must execute. Execution is the difference between 99% of us and the 1%. People wonder what about the 1%. The 1% heard the same thing you did. The 1% saw the same words that you saw, amen. But the difference is they did not execute. Come on, somebody. You had a, how many of you know you've seen something sometimes on TV and you're like, you know what? I had the idea to do that. But the difference is that that person who had that, the invention on TV had the what? They had the execution plan. They executed what they saw, amen. They executed. So many times we think and we sit on the sideline with things that God has given us, amen. And I'm here to tell you in 2024, as we go forward in 2024, that you need to what? To execute those things that God has given you. Some of you have visions and you have dreams and things that God has been showing you, he's been dealing you with, but you've been faulty on the execution. Why? But maybe because you're scared. 
But God is not giving us the spirit of fear. He tells you giving us the spirit of what? Love, power, and a sound mind. He's also what? He's giving you the instructions. He told you what? To walk by faith and not by sight. And now what? Now he says what? Faith without works is dead. That you must what? One must execute. One must execute. Come on, say it with me. You got the power to, you got the instruction to, and now you have to have the execution to. Amen. So now God has given us what? The execution to. He said, for as he says in James 2 and 26, as we read, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith with out work is dead also, meaning that what? You have to do something so you can believe that that mountain is going to move all that is going to move. And the Bible says that if we have in faith that we believe that the mountain is going to move, that the mountain will move. But that's also a sub part in that, that what? I have to start doing the work. See, some of us want to be blessed by osmosis. Some of us just want stuff to fall out of the sky like he did. He did that for a time period, but even did it cost him something, amen. And I'm here to tell you today that God wants you to have above and beyond and exceedingly glad. He wants you to have in and everything that you want, but it's going to come through your faith and you being obedient to his word and you executing on the plan. Mm. Come on, somebody. I didn't gave y'all a million dollars worth of instruction here that you got to have the faith. You got to have the what? The word of knowledge to know what it is he wants you to do. And then you must execute. Most of us fail at that last part that we don't do the deed. Amen. The deed must be done. And the deed must not only be done, it must be done well. Exactly the what? The way that he told us to do it. If you think about another way, amen, that God gave them exact instructions on how to do things. Amen. And he told Noah exactly how to build that art. And what art, he built that art, what happened? for 40 days and 40 nights and longer than that it rained the Bible or it rained 40 days and 40 nights but they were in that ark way longer than that because they were waiting for the waters to subside amen they were waiting for the waters to go back and not did they spring not one leak mm. come on somebody here's the difference and here's the difference between you and everybody else and I get this a lot and I used to struggle with this and and now God has got me to a place is this just because it didn't work for them doesn't mean it's not gonna work for you I know others will warn you and they'll be nice about it and they really mean well. But what you have to do, brothers and sisters, is go back and check and say, God, is this what you want me to do? Lord, is this what you've given me grace to do? Because see, sometimes what I found and I understand is that sometimes God has given us a grace that may be different from others. He's maybe given you a grace of your life to be able to go in that place and change some things when I can't do it. And because I can't do it, what I do is I put it on you. Like, well, you know, I went over there. That won't no good. So I don't know why you're going over there. Sounds familiar. And they mean well. Typically, they mean well. I can't say they always do. Because they don't want maybe, maybe it's a love one. They don't want to see you fail. They don't want to see you fall. But if you know God has told you, and you have the faith to believe, and he's giving you the instruction to, and he's giving you the execution to, then where you fail. There have been a number of things in my life that I've done that others ask, well, how did you do that? How did you manage so much? And how did you do this? And how did you do that? And, and you're doing too much of this and you're doing too much of that. What people do is that they'll start putting you in their box because you make them uncomfortable. Because you're doing so much more, you make them feel like they're lazy. And sometimes they just are. But when God is giving you a grace, none of us know. See, one of the things that we don't know is we got two things. We got time. Right? We got, a, we got a life and our time. And the thing is about my time is I don't know how much of it I got. Time keeps you accountable to God. Woo! Come on, somebody. Did y'all catch that? 
Time is an accountability thing to God. If God is giving you something to do, mm -hmm, if God is giving you something to do, right? Watch this. If he's giving you something to do, and you say, well, okay, God, I'll get it done tomorrow. Lord, I'll get it done tomorrow. Lord, I'll do it next month. And then next month, maybe, ne maybe next month don't come for you. This is real. I think about it just this year. I think I've buried four or five of my classmates. Buried a couple of teachers. A couple of relatives. Tomorrow's not promised to any of us. You don't know how much time you got to do anything. So if God is giving you the strength, he's giving you the, you got the faith, and you got to, I mean, he's giving you the instruction, it's time for you to execute the plan, baby. What are you waiting on? Because see, here's the thing. If you knew how much time you had, oh, come on. I love God. I do. I do. I do. But if I knew how much time I had, if I knew without a doubt I could not die till 80 years from now, I said something ridiculous that I don't want to put nothing in there, right? 80 years from now, I'll be over 120, so that'll be okay. But if I if, if I knew I was going to die for 80 years from now, and that was the only way I could die, y'all know. Because what? We wrestle against what? Not flesh and blood, but spiritual wickedness, where? in principalities in high places. So I know me. I know what I wrestle against. I would do anything and everything I wanted to do up until that last probably week. And then I'd be like, Lord, I need you to help me. Lord, let me get saved. And the truth of the matter is, it would be the same for you. This is why you can't do that. You don't know when tomorrow's promised to you. You don't. So this is why you at the Bible talking about you must work while it's day. That means simply this. Work while you have the ability to. Build while you have the ability to. Invest while you have the ability to. Because comes a time you're not going to be able to. There's going to come a time that you're too late to invest some money for retirement. I know somewhere, if I, ain't, I don't even know if I'm retired. No, you got to have what? A plan. You got faith. I have faith that that stuff is going to be there when I need it. If not, that means, okay, God, I did what I was supposed to do. So, Lord, it's on you to take care of me. So, y'all get what I'm saying? Lord, I'm relying on you. Because, Lord, you Jehovah Jireh, Lord, you are my provider. Lord, what I do have, Lord, what little coins I do set to the side, you provided that. I'm talking to y'all, church. Those who already gotten past that point, they'll tell you. I wish I could have saved a little bit more for retirement or I had to delay retirement or, or whatever. And I don't even think it's necessarily just retirement. I just think you want to be in a place that you can do really what you want to do. Because when you're young, you necessarily don't always get to do exactly everything you want to do because there's a, there's a trade-off. So I don't know. I'm going to start probably using that word retirement to start using that word of a more free lifestyle. And that I love what I do in my in my secular job. But do I want to do it for the next 80 years? Nope. I don't. It's too stressful in some in some cases. And many of you either, right? So there's a time you want to be able to reap the harvest of that which is planted. And we'll continue talking about this all year long as we go into 24. That God is what put us in a position 
it's time to invest. This is a year of investment. Invest in deeply. Invest deeply in your faith. Invest deeply in instruction in the words that come out of God's mouth towards you. Execute when you can execute. Go when you can go. Do what you can when you can. Because there will come a day that you may not be able to. Or the timing. A lot of this thing is based on timing. When I think about every person on this planet is a result of perfect timing. Think about it. Every one of us, your mother and your father got together and had sexual relations at the right time of the month. She was ovulating at the right time. He ejaculated at the right time. And they met that sperm, met that egg, and fertilized that egg at the right time for you to be here. And I'm here to tell you that you are living today in the right time. Now is the time. You got the faith. You got the words. And now you got to do the deed. Now is the time. Now is the time. What better time than what? Now. Because what I've, I've come to understand, some people say, oh, you need you need to slow down, you need to slow down, da 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 because me going fast makes them uncomfortable because they can't keep up. Oh, you're doing this, you're doing that fast. And I do believe that there's timing, but watch this. God knows. So, and this is how I believe. This is me. I'm not going to give you Bible for this, but I just believe that if I'm going too fast, God has a way to slow me up. If I'm not going fast enough, God has a way to speed me up. So my job is to do what? To go forward and execute at whatever pace. Because God knew exactly who me. God knew I talked fast when he, when he brought me out the womb. Do I work at that? Yes. It doesn't mean that I don't work at it. Do I not give credence to that? Yes. Do I not work on my craft? Yes. Do I not work on public speaking? Yes. Do I not work on my um, pronunciation of words and things like that that I know I struggle with? Yes. Because there's going to come a time that I'm not just going to be a, what they call a Facebook preacher. There's going to come a time that I'm going to speak before thousands. And you're going to remember this day. And I am too. Because it started here. It started with the power to execute here. It started here with the instruction here. It started right here. And in God's time, when it's time and I'm ready and my family's ready and all these other things around me have to be ready, it'll happen. Case in point, I have been looking for jobs and doing all kinds of things. And you know what? It just was not the time. And then when I got tired of it and I gave it over and I didn't even worry about it no more. I gave it to God and I, you know, as they said, I did me. I went on and just did what I do. And you know what? It found me. And I'm here to tell you today, it will find you too. God is not marked. Whatever a man soweth, whatever a man invest, mm -hmm, that shall he what? Also reap. If he what? Faint not. Today, faith, words and deeds. Faith, power. Words, instruction. Deeds, execution. Do you have the power and the instruction 
and the execution inside of you. God bless you all. I love you all. This is all God has given for me for you on today. I hope that you found these words to be um, life-changing, God-sent, ordered, and thought-provoking. Faith, words, and deeds. It's time for some of us to move forward. Some of us to continue to go. And some of us time for us to what? To execute. Execute. Because time is accountability. You don't know how much of it you got. So why are you waiting? I'm waiting for the perfect time. Some say, well, I'm waiting for the, you know, this is what we used to get. I'm waiting for the perfect time to get saved. Then go out there and die in a car wreck. I'm just saying. There is no perfect time but the present. And if God doesn't want it, God knows how to fix it. And I trust him enough to fix it. And do you trust him enough to fix it? Let us pray. Oh, Lord, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we come to you this morning. Lord, we want to say we thank you. Lord, we thank you for faith, words, and deeds, oh God. That we have the power, Lord, that we have the instruction. And now, Lord Jesus, we have the ability to execute. I ask that you love on your people and you keep them and strengthen them, Lord, like only you can. Help them, oh God, to be who you have them to be, to do what you have them to do, to say what you have them to say, to live how you have them to live, Lord, and to pray how you have them to pray. And Lord, we just thank you for that. Lord, we love you for that. Lord, and we praise your name for that. And we give your name the honor and the praise for that. Lord Jesus, the glory and the power, Lord, for it's yours and yours alone. For we dare not touch that glory. Lord, but in all our ways, Lord, we acknowledge you. And you said that you would direct our path. And we thank you, Lord, you for all that you've done on today. And all that you've allowed to come, oh God. Strengthen us and keep us, Lord Jesus, as a church. Lord, love on us, Lord. Help us to be kind to one another. Open up doors. Bless us, oh God. Keep us alive like only you can. And we should do all these things to others in the powerful name of Jesus. Lord, bless this offering that we're about to receive. Lord, you let it go forward. Lord, you be a blessing to the kingdom. And Lord, we ask you to do all these things to others in the powerful name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. For we walk by faith and not by sight. God bless you all on this morning. I asked on today, if there's tithe an offering, bring the tithe and offering into the storehouse. Amen. So you can do our tithe and offering here. We do at the um, at the Cash App or Zelle. Amen. You can Zelle us at offering at safehousechurchgso.com. Again, it's offering at safehousechurchgso.com. Or you can Cash App us at dollar sign. Safe House Church GSO. Again, that's dollar sign, Safe House Church GSO. Or you can um, reach us at PayPal. That's paypal.me forward slash ministry aid. Again, it's paypal.me forward slash ministry aid. Or you can always go traditional, what we call old school around here. Write a check or money order to Finding Fish Ministries, P.O. Box 862, Summerfield, North Carolina 27358. Again, that's Finding Fish Ministries. Um, P.O. Box 862-27358. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. If all hearts and minds are clear, it's been a wonderful day. I've had a wonderful opportunity and a privilege to be before you on today. And I ask that you leave today, that you leave with those things, faith, words, and deeds. God bless you all. I love you all. And we'll see you all on tomorrow morning as we go into our prayer service and others we'll see on Wednesday night. God bless you all. Love you all. Take care and have a wonderful day. Spend time with your families. Bye-bye.